I'm Audrey Pickering, and this is Intentional You. Do you ever feel like life is just happening to you and you can't manage to keep up? Does everything somehow just feel off track? As a certified life coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm here to show you that nothing has gone wrong here and help you fall in love with your life now. It's time to find the intentional you. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Intentional You. This is episode number 33, Getting Out of Grass is Greener Syndrome. Welcome back to the podcast, you all. I am excited to record this episode for you guys today. Looks like I'm going to be doing recording on Wednesdays. That's the goal right now, anyway. (laughs) Uh, This semester started last week, so I've been figuring out like what my schedule is, what I want my routine to be, how everything's going to go this semester. And I want to keep doing these weekly episodes because I love it so much. And I love sharing all the things with you guys on this podcast. And I hope that it's helpful. I hope that you guys are finding ways to incorporate what I'm talking about into your life um, and that you are being able to find more intentionality with some of the things that I'm sharing. So I'm going to keep keep doing these episodes. So today I want to talk about getting out of grass's greener syndrome. I, <laughs> oh my gosh, I still fall into this, and I don't think I don't think I'm ever going to be perfect at never falling into this. I, as a human being here, um, being imperfect and everything, I think I'm. It's always going to be something I think I'm going to have to manage. But I feel like with coaching and the tools that coaching has um, taught me and that I have been able to incorporate it. I feel like I have the tools to be able to manage this grass is greener syndrome, which what I mean by that is just when we are, you know, going about in our life and we have thoughts that are like, well, you know, if this thing were different in my life or if I had done this, things would be better. And we just kind of like, dwell and fixate on it. Like, oh, I wonder if I would have done that. Things would have been better. Grass would have been greener. Or um, it can also be kind of a future focused thing of like, well, once I have that, then I'm going to feel better and life is going to be great and so perfect. And right now it can't be good and 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 lovely because I don't have that thing. And oh, look, this grass where I am right now, it's not as green as this idea that I have in my mind of what my life should look like. So I'm going to try to give examples to help it become a little more concrete, but that's a general idea. At least that's how I experience (laughs) grass's greener syndrome. And it's easy to fall into. I, you know, the brain is designed to help us out and protect us. But a lot of the time when it goes unmanaged, it's creating a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering. And so this is why I am so passionate about sharing these tools. One reason is because we don't, you don't have to suffer so needlessly like I did for years. You know, just feeling like you're at war with your brain and, and the thoughts that your brain is offering you. You really can manage these thoughts and be able to find just more happiness and fulfillment, I feel so much more just in general, just at peace because coaching has helped me so much with this brain management. I am by no means perfect. 
but the tools are so helpful. And I want to share some of them with you all today on today's episode. So let's talk a little bit about grasses greener syndrome. I mentioned a little earlier kind of how I experience um, experience it. And I guess this is kind of just a little like introduction I want to kind of give to it is that we have so many stories, so many thoughts just in our heads, these made up ideas and ideals that of what is good, what is better, what is best, what is not good, what is desirable, what is um, successful, what is, um, what you know, just what is good and what is bad. And we pick up on these ideas and we create these stories based on, well, lots of different things, social media, um, maybe how we grew up, things our parents would say, things we heard at school, just being exposed to all these different things culturally. And we, we make up these stories in our heads about, okay, this is good. This is bad. This is successful. This is desirable. And we walk around with these stories and then we're living our life and something doesn't line up with the story we've created, this narrative maybe that we've written for ourselves or our life. And we have this like, oh no moment (laughs) and we're like what it's not lining up with what is the best thing according to this narrative that i've written with these ideas that i've picked up that feel very true now i'm not saying you want to just like get rid of all that because there's probably some things in that narrative that you really like and that you want to keep there's probably ideals that you're like yes this is what i want and i believe this to be true and i'm going to live by it But then there's some other ones that maybe are not so useful. (laughs) Some other ones that are kind of like, yeah, we could question that a little bit. And that's maybe not serving me and helping me out ultimately. So there's that. I feel like there's kind of two parts to grass is greener. I think there's grass is greener when we're thinking about like how our life should have turned out. Like we should be somewhere different at this point or also like future kind of grass is greener syndrome where it's like, oh, I'm not going to be happy until I have this thing because I believe that having that thing is going to be better than where I am now. Okay. So I hope that's making some, some sense. I, I think how I've traditionally heard about grass is greener is very much more just like, okay, once I have this, I'll be better. I'll be fulfilled. I'll be successful. I'll be whatever. And I think that's a big part of it. I think also though, is when we're just like, feel that where we are in our life right now is not where we quote unquote should be. And we start thinking about, well, if I would have done this, maybe my life would have turned out better and the grass would have been greener. So basically it's (laughs) not being uh, happy with where you are. And it's actually very scarcity based mindset, which I'm going to get into later, which is um, abundance is always better. Just saying. We'll talk into we'll get into that a little bit more later. So I want to talk about um, let's see. I initially wrote three ways, but I came up, I started writing some notes here and I came up with five actually. So <laughs> five ways. I want to share five ways to help you get out of this grass is greener syndrome. And like I said before, I don't think it's something that I'm going to be able to perfectly manage and perfectly have in check for the rest of my life. I think it's always going to be something that I'm going to have to be managing and checking up checking in on, but with the tools, totally manageable. 
Okay. So number one, I want you to remember that not all your thoughts are true. And I know, especially when you're in the moment of something, it feels so true. Like if you've ever thought that someone hasn't like liked you and you're like, like just in general, if you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure that person doesn't like me and they've never even said anything to you, <laughs> like they haven't said point blank, hey, I, by the way, I don't like you, but you feel uh, that it just must be true or, and it, you, even though you don't have like actual evidence of them saying that you'll maybe start looking for ways where like, yeah, see, that's, that's, um, that's true to try to prove your thought true when actually we don't even know. And just because we have that thought and it feels true doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. So I know growing up, I wish that I would have just understood this a little bit better because when I had thoughts like, oh, I'm a loser, I'm terrible, I'm the worst, I'm like, well, I'm thinking of it, it must be true. <laughs> and the truth is that not all the thoughts that you have are going to be true. The brain is, it's designed to help us survive. It's, you know, looking out for us, but sometimes... <laughs> the thoughts that it's giving us are not going to be the most useful and serve us the most. So even when something feels really true, so like when we're in grass is greener syndrome, we're having thoughts about, you know what, life is going to be better once I have this. Once I graduate from college, once I'm out of debt, once I'm married, once I have kids, once I have a house, once our savings is bigger, um, once I get to do this cool thing, once I get my business makes this much money, all those things, right? Or, you know, insert whatever. When we're in grass is greener, we're convinced that things are going to be better when we have X thing or that things would have been better for going more of a past focus grass is greener. If I would have done this, my life would be different now and it would be better. And those thoughts can feel really true. You can be thinking like, yeah, it's just going to be better. I just, it just feels so true. But what if it's not? <laughs> what if it'll be worse? <laughs> like, I think, that, and this is what I love so much about coaching is just that we start to kind of poke some holes in some of these thoughts and some of these stories and just kind of play with it a little bit and be like, well, is that true though? How do we know that for sure? Yeah, maybe some things will be easier. Maybe we'll have different thoughts that'll create a different feeling for us. But when we're constantly just relying on something outside of us um, to make us feel better and we're emotionally dependent upon that thing changing for us to feel better, we really put ourselves in a victim situation. And I don't think that ever really serves us. So first of all, is just to remember all your thoughts are not true. If you're having these thoughts about, oh my gosh, life is going to be better when this, or life would have been better if this, and it can feel just like your brain is just like, this is just how it would have been. This is reality. This would be better. I want to just remind my brain and, you know, if you're having these same thoughts, just remember, oh, my brain, 
just coming up with so many crazy stories, so many crazy thoughts. Like, wow. <laughs> like not in a judgmental way, just like, oh my goodness, this is what we're coming up with today. My life would be better if this. Oh, interesting. Haven't heard that one before, brain. Like, okay. <laughs> Instead of, oh my gosh, brain is absolutely right. I should hate my life now because I don't have that thing right now. Okay. So that is number one. Remember that all your thoughts are not true. Even if it feels that way, brains, we're just, we're thinking, what is it? 60,000 thoughts a day? Like so many, or average of 60,000 thoughts a day. Like there's just so many thoughts and some of them are just your brain just coming up with random thoughts. And even though it may feel really true, like, oh, life would be better once we have this, it might not be. Actually, your brain might be wrong. Okay, which is gonna lead us into number two, which is to question your brain. Now, I don't mean this in like a, you know, we're like in a <laughs> courtroom or something. It's like, no brain, you're wrong, convicted, leave. No, I think of it more as like more playful than that. Uh, my brain is telling me like, yeah, you know, Audrey, your life would be better if you had gone to BYU. There's part of me that's like, ooh, that feels kind of true. But I like to respond with like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there would have been great things and there would have been hard things just like anywhere. <laughs> maybe. I love just being like, yeah, maybe, but also maybe not. Who's to say? And even just that simple response of just a little bit of questioning kind of, it helps set me free being like, Oh, and yeah, I didn't, and life is now, and look at all these amazing opportunities and experiences that I've been able to have, and I'm doing what I feel I need to do, what I'm feeling guided to do, and let's go create an amazing life right now. Whereas if I sit in the grass is greener, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think, yeah, I think life would have been better if I would have done that. And it doesn't allow me to live intentionally be present with where I am. I don't even get to take advantage of the opportunities that I have where I am because I'm holding on to this idea, this story that, oh, my life would be better if I had gone to BYU. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it would have been better in some ways and then worse in other ways. Like, who's to say? Questioning your brain. I, again, from a place of just playful curiosity, it's not like we're trying to get rid of these thoughts and be like, oh my gosh, I can never think that. No, just like, well, yeah, brain, now that you bring it up, like, yeah, maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. We, we decided not to do that. And we liked our reasons for deciding to not do that. And we're going to move on and live life now. That's the thing that I found is if I'm stuck in these thoughts, it really makes me feel stuck. And I feel really like a victim, like, oh, well, now my life can't be as good because I didn't do that thing. Or if we're thinking future kind of grass is greener, it's like, oh, well, what's the point of living life and being happy now if I don't have that thing? Because I have to wait for that thing to be able to feel better. Which is, we're going to get into later, such an unhealthy and unsustainable way to think and live. But we'll get to that. Okay, so question your brain. Remember, it's all just a story story of thoughts somewhere along the way if we're using my BYU example which 
by the way, I do not hate BYU. <laughs> I just, um, my parents went to BYU and <clears throat> I had this idea in my head that I would go there too and it would be so great. And <clears throat> somewhere along the way, excuse me, somewhere along the way, I picked up that that was like the good, successful thing to do. And for many people, it totally is. I just, you know, my life took a different direction and I felt like I needed to do something else. And, you know, that's, that's that. But I do have that story kind of that I picked up on like these ideas that like, oh, that's a good thing. I should do that. And I had to remind myself at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's just a story of thoughts that I've picked up on. And maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe if I would have gone there, you know, I'm sure there would have been a lot of great things and there would have been hard things too, just like any decision. But ultimately, I felt like I needed to do something else. And I'm learning to find just, you know, peace and contentment with that. So for number three, I <laughs> I hope that I finished that train of thought correctly because so I thought I'd finished recording here. But then as I was saving things and getting ready to upload, I noticed that it was only like 16 or 15 minutes. And I was like, wait, I recorded like 30 minutes. What is this? So anyway, I think my mic got unplugged at some point. And then even though I replugged it in, it did not save. So I'm going to try to re-record what I said before, but I'm pretty sure we're on number three, right? <laughs> we're going to dive into number three, which is admire the green grass where you are. So in other words, like where you are right now in your life, present, learn to just admire that and love that grass and notice all the good and amazing that you have in your life right now. It's so easy to get caught on, oh, life's going to be better when, insert whatever, right? Grass is going to be greener when this happens, right? But what if we just took a second to like look at the grass where we are right now and actually see it's actually pretty green, it's actually pretty beautiful, and it's actually really great. So questions that I love to ask myself when I am looking to admire the green grass and looking to accept my reality of where I am and be grateful and thankful and abundant to the place that I am in now. Here's number one. What if nothing has gone wrong here? Love that question so much. Like, what if nothing has gone wrong here? And it's so crazy. My brain cannot help but answer that question and be like, actually, yeah, what if that is true? What if, look at all these great things that have happened. What if nothing really has gone wrong here? Love that one. The next one I have is, what if everything is perfectly right on track? So good, right? Like, what if nothing's gone wrong here? And what if everything is actually right on track? What if everything is going exactly to, according to plan? It's so amazing to just ask that and to have the brain and the brain cannot help but answer and be like, well, actually, I know whenever I ask these questions, my brain is always just kind of stops a little bit and is like, oh, <laughs> maybe she has a point. Okay. And then the last one, one question I love to ask is, what if I am having the exact experience that I am supposed to have to become the person that I'm supposed to become? What if? And yeah, that experience is probably going to look differently than how I envisioned it because yeah, life does that. But what if it is the right experience? What if it's better than what I thought that that was going to be? 
what if? Love those questions. And it just helps me kind of um, come back to reality instead of getting so caught up and thinking about all these greener places that I could be in. I start to examine where I actually am and see that, oh, there's actually a lot of good green grass here. Maybe I should enjoy it instead of wanting to go over there. (laughs) Okay. So next I want to talk about number four, which is if you want to make changes, please feel free to make changes. You know, I'm all about that, but I want you to make changes from abundance because you're going to bring your brain with you. If you're having this mindset of, yeah, grass is always greener over there. I'm going to be happy once I have that. And then when you get the thing, it's like, well, now it's going to be when I have that. If you're having that mindset and you just keep trying to make changes, you're going to keep bringing that same mindset (laughs) with you. And then no matter what you do, you're going to keep falling into the scarcity in the needing of something else outside of you to make you feel better. So way to avoid that is to make a change from abundance instead of scarcity. So when we have abundance and we're making change from abundance, we truly believe that there is enough, there's plenty, that anything that I truly desire, I can have. It may not, you know, I don't know exactly when or how, maybe it'll change over time what I actually truly want. But when we're in abundance, we believe that we are worthy and loved and that we can have what we truly want. When we're in scarcity, we believe that there isn't enough and that we aren't worthy and that we're never going to be able to have what we want. And it's a very fear-based mindset. Grass is greener, very scarcity-based, right? It's like, no, I don't have enough where I am right now. I need more over there so I can feel better. Abundance, it's like, oh my gosh, look at all this amazing that I do have. And I still want to grow and expand and have even more. And I know that that's possible for me. So very different approach. If we're making changes from scarcity, it's very much, it feels very graspy, very desperate, very, um, okay, I have to have this thing so I can feel better about myself and my life. Whereas abundance, it's like, well, I believe that ultimately I am going to be able to have what I truly desire and I'm going to, you know, And this doesn't just mean I sit around and wait for things to be thrown upon me, right? I'm going to go out and I'm going to go create what I want. But I also know that what I have is amazing too. And it's a different type of energy, a different type of mindset. And when we're going at it from abundance, we're not in that grass is greener syndrome, right? Because we're happy with the green grass that we have. And we want to experience other things too. So we want to try new things. We want to grow and expand and evolve. <clears throat> so you can have both. And one way to be able to, to do this, to desire and to also be happy with what you currently have is to make a list. I know, another list. I'm a fan of lists. Um, I heard this, <laughs> heard this idea on a coaching call, Jody Moore. Today, I think it was today I listened to it. This week I listened to it. She talked about how when she went to coach training with Brooke Castillo, how Brooke would have them make lists, 25 desires. And five of those desires, have those be things that you already have because those are still desires, right? And this helps desire from abundance, right? Because it's like I have these wonderful desires and I also desire these other things that I don't yet have, but I do believe that I can have. And look, I have these things and 
those are desires too. It helps kind of balance this out as opposed to just um, being, it helps us be content and abundant with where we are. And it also allows for growth, which is a beautiful thing. Okay. Next, I want to talk about number four. Oh, just kidding. Number five, <laughs> a little off here. And for number five, <clears throat> oh my gosh, what is happening to my voice? Okay. I'm here. For number five, I'm going to talk about how life will always be 50-50. Like no matter what goals, how many goals, how many changes, what changes you're making in your life, there's still going to be negative emotion and there is still going to be the contrast of the negative and the positive, which is a beautiful thing. I think a lot of the time we reject that and we think that our life should just be positive all the time. But here's the thing. We have to have that negative in order to even know what the positive is. So it's a beautiful thing to have that contrast. But sometimes we tell ourselves that, yeah, but once I have this goal, then everything is going to be perfect. I'm just going to be happy all the time. I'm never even going to get sad anymore or disappointed or any of that. And that is just not true because as human beings, we're going to continue to have that negative as well. And it kind of helps balance it out, honestly. You have to have the positive and the negative. So when you're making changes and pursuing goals, because yes, that is a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing to grow and evolve and expand and to have, you know, different experiences, but don't do it from a place of thinking. And that's how I'm going to make a perfect life of just be happy all the time. Now you may not be pursuing your goals, like with exactly that, like I'm going to be happy all the time if I get this, but if you dig a little deeper, you might be like, why do I want this? Oh, because I believe it's going to make me feel good a lot. And that's okay, but understand that there's still going to be positive and negative. Life is still going to be 50-50. And when we're in this grass is greener syndrome, we're thinking that, oh, that grass over there looks like just perfect. There's never going to be any problems. Yeah, and we're going to get over to that grass and we're going to see, oh yeah, I still have to weed and do, <laughs> you know, I still have to water my grass, still have to, still have hot days, still have cold days. <laughs> so pursue from abundance where it's like, yeah, I <clears throat> want to pursue this goal and this thing, but I know that even if I achieve it, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have more worth as a human. I'm not going to be happy all the time. I'm still going to have negative emotion, but I want the experience. I want the growth. I want the development. I want all of that good stuff. So that also helps us stay in abundance instead of getting in scarcity where we feel like we have to have this thing because it's going to make us feel better. No, feel better and then go get the goal, go do the thing, go grow and expand. And it's, I know it's easy. Like I know I do it all the time. I think, oh man, when I'm not in school, I'm never going to be stressed out, which that's actually not true. <laughs> I'm still going to have be stressed when I'm not in school. It'll just be a different kind of stress. I'll remind myself, Audrey, there's still things that you're going to have, you're, that you don't want to do, that you're still going to have to do, even when you're done with school. <laughs> it's just how it is. So if you're making changes, looking to make goals, do it from abundance. Do it because it could be fun and it could be amazing to see what you're capable of. Not because you believe that you're going to find this um, opposition-free, perfect life where you're just happy all the time because that does not exist. And thank goodness it doesn't because the contrast and beauty of having the negative and the positive is, it's actually a very beautiful thing when we accept it. Friends, thank you so much for joining me. I hope that this actually recorded okay, it's telling me it did. So this was part two. I'm going to put these together now and upload this for you all. 
hope that this was helpful for helping you have some tools to navigate grass is greener syndrome. I know for me, I love just being reminded of these tools. Even just recording this episode, I'm like, okay, yes, so helpful. Have an amazing week, make it an amazing week, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Intentional You. If you liked what you heard on the podcast and want to take what you're learning to the next level and apply it into your life, I invite you to sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to talking more with you. Thank you.